Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Today is Sunday, February 14, 2021. On this day in 1530, the indigenous Purepechan monarch, Tanga Xuan, was burned at the stake by Spanish imperialist Nuno de Guzman. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the execution of Tanga Xuan II, the last monarch of the Tarascan Empire, once located in the Michoacan region of present-day Mexico. Let's go back to the Michoacan forests on the morning of February 14, 1530. There was trouble in paradise. For nearly a decade, the Purépachan people, also known as the Tarascans of Michoacán, had lived with two rulers, one Spanish and one indigenous. The Spanish ruler, Hernán Cortés, had brought down the Aztec Empire and claimed most of modern-day Mexico and its people. This included the Michoacán region, which was also ruled by an indigenous monarch named Tangashuan. Unfortunately, it appeared that Tanga Xuan would be the last king of his people, because he was currently tied to a post watching Spanish soldiers pile up wood for an enormous fire, with him right in the center. Tanga Xuan thought he had done everything right to secure his throne. After the fall of his empire's rivals, the Aztecs, Tanga Xuan paid tribute to the Spanish, who subsequently overlooked most of Michoacán in their pillaging of the region. It helped that Michoacán was in the far northwest edge of the Spanish territory, and thus few of Cortés's soldiers ventured into the region. Tanga Xuan believed he was relatively safe from Cortés, and he could continue ruling his region without interference. But now, as the Spanish piled wood around him, Tanga Xuan saw that he'd been terribly mistaken. Less than a year before, one of Cortez's lieutenants named Nuno de Guzman had arrived in the region, thirsty for his own taste of conquest. When he found that the Purépechan people still honored Tanga Xuan as king, Guzman was furious. He had his soldiers arrest Tanga Xuan and bring him to Mexico City, which was built on the ruins of the former Aztec capital, Tenochtitlan. For several weeks, Guzman held Tanga Xuan hostage. He demanded gold from the Purépechan people in exchange for keeping their king alive. But no matter how much gold arrived, Guzman said it wasn't enough. Finally, Tanga Xuan told Guzman every bit of gold in Michoacán had already been handed over. Of course, Guzman never had any intention of allowing Tanga Xuan to go free. He 
he simply wanted an excuse to collect more riches. Guzman accused Tangashuan of insurrection, of which he was immediately tried and found guilty by the Spanish conquistador. Tangashuan was sentenced to be dragged behind a horse and then burned to death. But Guzman also wanted the indigenous leader humiliated too. He wanted to end any uprising and stop any future indigenous monarchs from rising to power. So he brought Tangashuan home to Michoacan for his execution. After Tangashuan watched his own funeral pyre be built on the morning of February 14th, he had his arms and legs shackled to a wooden mat. Then the mat was tied with long straps to a horse's saddle. Tangashuan would still stay attached to the horse during his torture. There would be no lucky escape. Upon Guzman's command, the horse spurred and took off. Tangashuan's cries of pain echoed through the rainforest. Tangashuan was dragged through the region's rough dirt roads for several hours. The Spanish soldier riding the horse shouted warnings against insurrection and threatened the Michoacan people. After the torture, Tangashuan was brought back to Guzman and the waiting pile of kindling. Tangashuan's broken body was tied to the posts. The fire was lit and the monarch was consumed by the flames. Sources dispute whether he was still alive when he was burned and whether his burned body was again dragged through the streets. Regardless of the details of his final painful moments, one thing was certain. Tangashuan, the last monarch of Michoacan, was dead. Coming up, the aftermath of Tangashuan's vicious death. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. They say there's someone for everyone, a soul to share your secrets with, a companion to grow old with, a conspirator to commit crimes with. Starting this February on Spotify, learn about the lethal and legendary lovers who fought the law in the Parcast Limited series, Criminal Couples. If you've ever referred to your best friend or beloved as your partner in crime, this exclusive series is for you. Beginning February 1st, join me for a collection of unlawful love stories from shows across the ParCast network. Discover the extreme beliefs of cult leaders Tony and Susan Alamo, enter Fred and Rose West's real-life house of horrors, and experience the madness and motives of the San Francisco witch killers. Fall for the most famous and feared pairs in history in the Spotify original from ParCast, Criminal Couples. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, back to the story. 
On February 14, 1530, Mexican indigenous leader Tangashuan was tortured and executed by Spanish conquistador Nuno de Guzman. The fallout of Tangashuan's murder was swift and certain. The Michoacan people's fury was no match for Spanish violence, and the execution marked the end of any indigenous autonomy in central Mexico. As historian James Krippner Martinez eloquently summarized, from that point on, the issue facing the indigenous population of Michoacan was no longer how to avoid Spanish colonization, but rather on what terms they would be integrated into colonial society. With no king to lead them, the people had two choices. Submit to the conquistador's whims or follow the lead of Catholic missionaries in the region. While the Spanish missionaries were complicit in imperialism and no doubt exploited their followers for labor, they were able to largely protect their followers from outright violence by the hands of the conquistadors. But for Nuno de Guzman, the goal was gold, because with gold came power. After executing Tangashuan, he continued moving his forces northward through Mexico and subjugating the indigenous populations he encountered. He was hunting for gold, but there would never be enough to satisfy his craving for prestige. The indigenous population of Michoacan and beyond had to choose as best they could and often converted to Catholicism, or at least appeared to, in order to earn some protection from the missions spread throughout the country. While the line may have seemed clear, it was essentially two sides of the same coin. Spain was controlling the indigenous population and raping the region's resources and wealth either way. No matter how the indigenous communities responded to the two versions of Spanish conquest, their days of freedom and autonomous peace were over. As the subjugation continued in the years following Tangashuan's execution, the missionaries and conquistadors increasingly found themselves on opposing sides. They were all Spanish, but the two factions were becoming enemies, each using the indigenous population for its own means. Eventually, the church won out. Spain was still looking to conquer the land of Mexico, but they found that people were more willing to work for them and hand over their treasures after religious conversion. The missions expanded while the conquistadors were pulled back. Guzman was even returned to Spain in handcuffs and held to account for his cruel slaughtering and exploitation of the indigenous populations. And yet, it was too late to reverse the incredible damage the conquistadors caused. To this day, the scars from Spanish imperialism still remain, and they will never fully heal. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories like this, check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Dictators. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Gitovich. 
This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Andrew Messer, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the new ParCast limited series, Criminal Couples. From apocalyptic cult leaders to bank-robbing bandits to married mafiosos, these couples give new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify.